This is an RNZ podcast. We've got amazing fans, but we've also got some pretty brutal ones. And I think with that, you've just got to remind yourself that, hey, uh, they may like to think they know a lot about the game of rugby, but in, in reality, they, they don't. That was the captain of the All Blacks, Sam Kane, on Sky Sports show The Breakdown last Wednesday after the All Blacks broke down pretty badly against Argentina in the weekend. Now, Argentina were supposed to be underdone as well as underdogs, so it was a bit of a PR risk for Sam Kane to diss the fans like that on TV. But they certainly caned Kane and his team after what they saw in Sydney on the Saturday. It's over. Argentina 25, All Blacks 10. There's two to play. The All Blacks are going to lose to Argentina for the first time in their history. In the Sky Sport TV studio after the final whistle, Sir John Kerwin and Mulls Moliaina were shocked and host Bernadine Oliver-Curvey signed off by telling viewers to take their blood pressure pills. And on his Devlin radio show the next day, Martin Devlin targeted the players with distinctive hairstyles and footwear and a social media game better than their on-field one. Silly haircuts, pink boots and Instagram accounts, can you blame that? No, you can't. Yes, you can. Honestly, yes, you can. Do you know why? Because it's distracting, mate. I bet you they had pink boots as well. Who? Argentina. I Did bet they? You they did. I don't know. Like they, they're the same people. It's young people all around the world. Rico Yuani last week posted a Instagram of himself planting the ball down like he yeah, did. But Rico Yuani was on the bench, Martin. He was not the reason we lost the game. Okay, his blonde hair is why we lost Thomas. His pink boots and silly moustache is why we lost Thomas. <laughs> Now there, Martin Devlin was recalling Rico Ioane's failed touchdown that cost the All Blacks the game against Australia last month, and he had an ally in old-school commentator Keith Quinn, who took to Twitter that day to say that the coach Ian Foster should dump Rico Ioane then and there in the sheds in front of his teammates. Now at the time, some people pointed out that humiliation like that in front of your peers might actually not be best for the player's well-being, but it was no big deal. But after that Argentina game last weekend, Keith Quinn sparked a social media storm with a now notorious tweet after he'd seen several top sports people sobbing in the sports news in recent days. And he said the sight of All Blacks wearing pink boots would not have moved Colin Pine Tree Meads. And he finished up with, Harden up, blokes of today. Now, like many who know Keith Quinn, ex-sports editor Trevor McEwen didn't think Keith Quinn really meant that last bit. Writing for the spin-off, he said that both Keith Quinn and himself had been considered a bit woke for old blokes these days. But he added, Although I suspect it was said with tongue poked into cheek, it went down like a rumbling fart from Grandad at the family reunion. And it certainly did on social media immediately. And on ZB's late-night talkback, even the usually mild-mannered Marcus Lush went in boots and all on Keith Quinn like this. More a cry for help of relevance for an ex-broadcaster, which I think is kind of slightly sad. Having trouble letting go? Yeah, I guess it's probably one of the things people need to do when they're ex-broadcasters. Now that night, Keith Quinn tried to take the sting out of it with a follow-up on Twitter saying, I think it's great these days that men can openly express their emotions. I was really just thinking of the differences with earlier times. But the toxic tweet was still raging the next day, with the mainstream media giving it fresh legs. TVNZ1 News on Tuesday, for example, headlined it. And who says big boys don't cry? High emotions from sports people spark a backlash against a well-known rugby commentator. And Sir John Kerwin, the all-black who first tackled the harden-up maxim, was brought in by Seven Sharp to criticise Keith Quinn for what he reckoned was an older generation blurt. 
The White Ribbon campaign then put out a statement thanking Keith Quinn for inadvertently highlighting a damaging attitude among older blokes, but according to Keith Quinn himself, that's actually what he was trying to do in the first place on Twitter. And one who believed that was News Talk ZB sportscaster Darcy Waldegrave. On the ZB Drive show, he had a crack at reading out Keith Quinn's offending tweet in a way that he thought Keith Quinn himself might have meant it. So what's happening to blokeism? In the TV news the last few days, Dustin Johnson, Lewis Hamilton, Puma rugby players, the coach, all crying their eyes out. With the sight of all blacks wearing pink boots have moved pine tree meats, I doubt it. Harden up, blokes of the day. Emoji wink. Oh, winky face. So it's more like, well, back in the old days, if men burst into tears, we'd all point and laugh at them. Now it's changed. So I think maybe in the translation, it could have been lost. And Darcy Waldegrave had earlier made the point that older social media users like Keith Quinn don't tend to use emoji symbols as a tone marker. Meanwhile, with the so-called social media storm still going on Wednesday morning, RNZ News at 8.30 had news from the platform that had got Keith Quinn into trouble in the first place. The social media platform Twitter says it's launching what it calls fleets, as in fleeting thoughts or posts that disappear from the platform after 24 hours. Unlike tweets, Twitter fleets cannot be retweeted, shared, liked or publicly commented on. The company's found many users are fearful of posting permanent tweets, which, even if they are deleted, can remain cached or cross-posted. And Twitter's new fleets might be perfect for bleats, such as that now-notorious one Keith Quinn put out as a regular tweet last weekend, sparking the social media storm with mainstream news media coverage then amplifying the pile-on. And that sort of reaction shows just how much tweeting is actually much like old-fashioned broadcasting, something an old-fashioned broadcaster like Keith Quinn now knows all too well if he didn't already.